Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What is up, podcast fam? Happy Monday, everybody. Happy to have you for another week. Season three, episode two. I can't believe we're finally on season three. Yeah, and our season one or season three, episode one crushed every uh, every other episode we've ever you done. You guys missed us. Yeah, and so we're excited to start this new year, get new traction. Listen, yeah. listen, oh, listen, listen. No, sorry. <laughs> listen, you know, if you want to help us uh, greatly, we obviously want to reach the most amount of people with the content that we put out because. You know, we really began this podcast simply because people always asked us questions about a lot of these topics. And we wanted to be able to create a source, you know, where we can point people to. But also, if one person's asking something, there's usually a lot of other people asking the same exact thing. And so what helps us greatly is you sharing it on social media, telling your friends about it, sharing this, you know, and Twitter or whatever it may be. Leaving us a review. If I could ask you this week. Would you mind, whatever platform you listen to, whether it be Apple, Anchor, Spotify, could you leave us a review? Now, okay, if it's a terrible review, maybe yeah. private message if us that terrible review. If it's under a five-star review, just put it in your pocket and, and hold on to it till you, you know, it's about a five-star one <laughs> and you may have to listen to more episodes or listen to less episodes to bump that rating up but whatever you need to do but in all seriousness no. <laughs> uh, reviews really help us gain traction so please if you wouldn't mind we would love to hear your feedback all right today we're going to talk about an awesome topic actually i feel like a couple people would probably click on it just because of what the topic said oh yeah and here we go destroying a victim mentality we're going to talk about it yeah because you we're know what you in your feels there are it is way too cultural for our westernized society to be a victim. Yeah. Everybody paints their sob story. Everybody feels like the world's against them. Everybody feels like they're all alone and that everybody's trying to attack them. And I say everybody with quotes, yeah. but you know, it is part of the culture to blame everybody else for what's going on in your life. And what it does is it creates this victim mentality or victim mindset. And it is the worst perspective to look at life through. Honestly, it opposes everything, you know, it it opposes the entire character of what a Christian should look like. A victim mentality is in complete opposition. I just got to say that it is in complete opposition to the character of Christ. Yep. A victim mentality is an ungodly mentality. Absolutely. Because you were not created to be a victim. You were created to be a victor. Right. And God has something significant for you. But this is probably one of the bigger roadblocks for most believers is that they, and I heard this, I've used it a few times, but it's so good. You live your life not based on who you think you are, not based on the other person across from you, what they think you are, but you live your life based on what you think the person across from you thinks you are. Wow, that's a little bit of a... Yeah, I, I know. I'll break it down, though. You literally live your life on the perception that you have of what other people think. Yeah. 
even if somebody doesn't think badly of you or poorly of you or lowly of you, it's what you if, think if they you think. think and you fit in that mold. That's why when you are around your family and your friends, you can be one person, but you walk into another room and you think people are thinking bad thoughts about, you, about you or talking about yeah. you or, or looking down on you. Listen, nobody actually cares, but your mind will continue to trick you. And this is where Satan has bound so many people. He's got them to think less about themselves than God has truly called us to be. For sure, for sure. And actually, that perfect segue, let's define what a victim is. Right. If we're going to talk about this victim mentality, let's actually define a victim is somebody that is usually adversely affected by a force or by an agent. Um, a victim is one that is injured, destroyed, or sacrificed under any or uh, various conditions. And a victim is one that is subjected to the oppression hardship or mistreatment of others exactly and this i mean i can paint you the picture it's the person well you know you just don't get it you know it seems like everything just falls in your lap and life's just so hard for me i mean i wish i had what they had i wish it was as easy for me as it was for them you know, I just you see, don't know my story. You, yeah, you don't walk a mile in my shoes, and I get it. You may have been victimized at one mm-hmm. point in your life, and you may have gone through something. You may have been oppressed or, or or put down. You may have had terrible things occur in your life. But if that's where you remain, you will never break through and fulfill what God has called you to do. So there's a couple signs right. um, that kind of identify, you know, signs that we might be struggling with a victim mentality. And um, we're going to go through these and then we're going to give you the truth of God's word, right? Because that's what truth be told is all about is what is, this is the situation. What does God's word say about that? So there's exactly. a couple signs that you might be struggling with a victim mentality. And hey, if you recognize, man, <laughs> I've been saying something like this, or I recognize like that one of these are in my life. This, this is not to condemn you, right? Right. All about serving God is all about getting better. We and get this better is, every single exactly. day. And if you identify something that's lacking in your life, it's not condemnation like Jade's saying. Yeah. It's an opportunity for growth. Absolutely. And God wants to stretch you and grow you. You know, what would you do if you entered 2022 with a new perspective, a new mindset that's about to change every single thing? Amen. So signs you might be struggling with the victim mentality. The first sign, you feel like everybody always owes you everything. Right. Everybody wants something for nothing. You know, well, I deserve this. Well, what did you do to earn it? Well, no, I've just been through so much that that this should be given to me. That how? You know, what's interesting is God's kingdom is not even like that. Yeah. You know, let's just go through the practical example of the, the parable of the talents. Yeah. The king gave certain amount of talents to each steward. I'm trying to remember. It was three, two, no, it was four, two, and one, five, two, and five. one. Five, five, two, three, and one. Yeah, five, one. three, and one. <laughs> There's two different stories, and I'm uh, this obviously wasn't in our notes. But he gave them a certain amount of talents, and he said, I'm going away, you know, uh, increase this. And the steward with the five, he doubled it. The yeah. steward with the two or the three, they doubled, doubled it. it. The steward with the one, Hit it. he was a victim. He was scared of what his master would do if he lost his money, so he buried it. So when the king came back and he said, well, what have you done? The guy said, well, I've doubled it. I had five, now I have 10. The other guy said, I doubled it, and he doubled it. The other guy said, well, I was scared, and I knew you were a harsh master, so I I buried it. it. Here's it back. First of all, let's talk about this. In that parable, when it talked about the talents, he threw that man in hell. 
Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in another podcast. But he took the one talent that he had and he gave it to the one with 10. That's not socialism. That's not a victim mentality. That's God honoring those that take hold of their life through the promises of God and multiply it and receive blessing. Right. If we're victims, we're going to find ourselves with absolutely nothing. 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 Um, the second sign that you might be struggling with a victim mentality is when there is a problem, you always blame somebody else. It's basically a case of extreme defensiveness, right? The thought of it's always somebody else's fault. Yeah. And you'll find this with a leader. You'll find this with a friend, a family member. Something goes wrong. They never take responsibility for it. You always have an excuse. And this is something that I've had to actively, you know, fight in my life. Is I, you know, there's a lot of things you can blame. But as a leader, as somebody, you got to own it. You got to take responsibility. You got to be able to just suck it up and say, you know what, I made a mistake. Right. And you know what, when you're real mature, when you say, you know what. I'm going to take responsibility for this mistake and I didn't even make it, but I'm mature enough to know that I'm not a victim. I can take this. I can move forward. Right. You know, but when something is always, and you got to do your calculations on yourself, look at your life. Yeah. Who are you blaming for your faults? Right. Are you still blaming your, your, your old boss? Right. Are you still blaming the family that you grew up in? Your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister. Who are you blaming? Are you blaming your, your coworker? Are you blame who are you blaming for your problems? Right. Are you still blaming the devil? Because guess what? You're not a victim to the devil. Right. You are a victor over the devil. And if you sit there and confess, well, the devil just keeps putting me down, guess what? He will keep putting us down because whatsoever you believe is what you're going to receive. And the enemy wants to taint your mindset. And he wants you to think so lowly of yourself. He wants you to think of what he actually is in his life. He's a victim now. He's been defeated. But he wants to put what his feelings are and his failures are on you so he can see you. The enemy projects on us sometimes. What they feel and what What they are. You know what's scary? You're living the devil's reality when you actually have God's promises for your life. Man, don't cut yourself short with what God has for you. First John 5, 4, just on that thought, says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. See, the old us, it's gone. That person is gone. We are now born again in Christ. But the Bible actually says that we're dead, right? Yeah. We're dead to flesh. Yeah. We're dead to self. We're, we're a living sacrifice, okay? We're still a sacrifice. Though. Exactly. And so part of that, is those things that held us back, that's not part of us anymore. That's not our story. That's not our identity. Because I feel like there might even be people listening and you're like, you guys are really uh, minimizing my pain. You're yeah. really minimizing the things. You don't know what I've gone through. And there's there's some people yeah. that are victims who have never gone through a thing in their life. But there's other people who have a victim mentality who in the natural deserve to have a victim mentality right. because they've been through some very, very hard things. But this is where... I want to take you with the remaining signs of a victim mentality because here's the issue is when those things, let me just say actually number three, and then we can kind of talk about it. The third sign that you might be struggling with a victim mentality is what life has done to you is greater than what Jesus has done to you or done for you. And that's where I really want to get in with this. Yes, 
you may have had the most horrific things happen to you that nobody should ever have experienced. But the fact of the matter is Jesus still died for you and his blood can cover that. But as long as we hang on to this thing of those things are always going to be greater to us, we're always going to be a victim. We're always going to, and honestly, let me, let me be straight. When you're a victim to something, you're a prisoner to something. Yeah. So when you're constantly bringing up trauma, constantly bringing up the past or constantly bringing up things that have happened to you, you are not only a victim of your circumstances, you're a prisoner to your circumstances. That's so good. And so it's important that we realize that those things are not greater than what Jesus has done. And so we can really identify that we have this mentality when those things that have happened to us are greater to us or that, that we talk more about them. We we glorify them way mm-hmm. more than what Jesus has done for us. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think when we get down to it, it's it it's not having a revelation, right, of what a spiritual rebirth is. Right. I think a lot of times we just think it applies to the context of a Sunday service or it applies to the context of like, okay, I get to go to heaven now. But a spiritual rebirth is literally a life transformation. You know, I think you did. I'm not. I think you already said Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. No, I had it, but I mean, I alluded Old to it. things are yeah. passed away. Behold, all yeah. things become new. Yeah. You literally are reborn into the kingdom of God. That means you have a new family tree. That means you have a new. That means you have a new uh, structure, a new uh, support system. That means you have new power. You have new access. You have a new inheritance. Literally, every aspect of your life, when you embrace the blood of Jesus and submit your life to the lordship of him literally every single thing about your life changes so all of the shortcomings all of the mistakes you know what i love about that is it should be a testimony right how do they overcome they overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony if our testimony right what we're glorifying out of our mouth is actually minimizing god and maximizing the enemy then how do we actually believe or have a revelation of the rebirth that's happened? This is the truth of it, that you are a brand new person. You're a citizen. You're royalty. You're literally part of God's family. And he wants to do through you something miraculous, something powerful. He wants to use you to break down strongholds, not just in your life, but break down strongholds in your family tree, break down strongholds in your workplace. God wants to use you to transform the world. But if we can't transform our mind to think of ourselves, how he sees us, and that's victorious, then we can never achieve it and we'll always end up being a victim. Right, exactly. Number four. The fourth sign that you might have a a victim mentality. You don't know who you are outside of said trauma, pain, circumstance, uh, experience, and, and the list goes on. What I mean by that is your issue, your hurt, your past has become your identity and there's something called crisis-based living. And this right. is like a, uh, this is something that's like a fact. It's studied at mm-hmm. school. I'm actually pretty sure it's like a psychological behavior that is studied yeah. um, at school, crisis-based living. And it's when somebody, their situation becomes them. Mm-hmm. There is no separation. It becomes right. their identity. And so you take away a trauma and the person doesn't know who they are. Exactly. You take away an issue and the person no longer knows who they are because they've so morphed themselves with what they've been through that there is no longer a separation. Yeah, and they actually, because there's endorphins that are released 
when intense situations happen. So what's exciting or what's interesting is this, you know, as you attach to these situations, you need more situations because literal, literal endorphins and adrenaline is released. And so it's actually a high that we begin to chase in our lives of always becoming a victim, always having a situation, always having a struggle and just going through that cycle over and over and over and over again. So we're always actually chasing drama and victimhood so that we can feel affirmed in our emotions. So it's actually like it's almost like some people's sport or some people's gym. No, 100%. And it becomes that it's like an lifestyle. Yeah. And I just want to encourage you if you're a ministry leader listening to this, you know, if you're struggling with somebody and you're like, "Man, I just don't get it. I just don't get what's going on with them. I don't get why they why they're never getting set free. I don't get why every time I meet with them it's like they don't listen or they don't make the changes." Identify the mentality yeah. because it's very likely they have a gross uh, victim mentality, but it's crisis-based living. They are so attached to whatever is going on in their life. They're probably terrified to let it go because they don't know who they are outside of it. A couple of years back, we had a girl that used to attend um, at some church things and, and whatever, and it was someone that you know we had worked with. And this girl, man, she had major breakthrough, but then she also had things like where it felt like, man, come on, like. I, I know that there's more. I know God wants to do more. I know he wants to open more, you know, doors. You know how we always compare ourselves to like mm. houses and there's doors. And this girl, I was like, man, I know there's more things that God wants to do in this girl's life. And I just couldn't figure out. And then I realized, man, it's because she had a victim mentality. And the victim mentality went along with the need for attention. Right. And the need for aff- constant affirmation and constant drama. Yeah. Because when there was drama, she felt attention, mm-hmm. which became the oxygen that she breathed. Exactly. And so when she started committing her life to the Lord, it took away drama and she did not know how to function without drama. And what I found was every time she'd get to a level of breakthrough, she'd go back to the old ways though because she missed the drama because she had so, that had become who she was, you know? And the sad thing is this person's not even serving the Lord today. You know, they've completely walked away from the Lord because I guess, when you serve God, it's not it's not dramatic enough. And that wasn't what she was looking for because she didn't want to separate herself, what I'm trying to say. She didn't want to separate herself from that victim mentality, that right. victim mindset. And, and some people would rather have the, rather have the attention than the transformation. True. Let's be real. Some people would rather post it on social media. Some people would rather have a sob story to, you know, tell somebody and identify with somebody over. Because it just feels good, right? Sometimes it feels good to have the empathy or sympathy of other people. And the problem is, is just like Jade said earlier, you become a prisoner to that story. And if that's who you're telling everybody you are, that's exactly the mindset you create. And guess what? You're going to be a punching bag for the rest of your life. And God wants more for you. I mean, I love the Word of God, and the Word of God will transform every aspect of our life. But let's look at Romans 8.31. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. Let's, I'm going to read through a few of them just to kind of you know get an idea f- formed. 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession. Do you know what a triumphal procession is? It's the victory lap. It's the victory parade. It's the celebration. God is always leading us in triumphal procession. And through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. God literally is walking with us in victory, 
so that he can be spread across the world. Romans 8, 37, knowing all these things that we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And you may do some context check in some of these because you know what's interesting is not all of these are coming from positive situations. You're not a victor just because you always win. You're a victor because of the God you serve. And because although some battles may be lost, the war is already won. And it's a mentality that you walk in. Victory, right, is talking about the whole battle. And let's just break this down because I think so many times we're so scared of losing or failing or shortcoming in one battle or one area of our lives. We become a victim because we never actually step out. But this is the thing. God's pushing you out of your comfort zone and he's asking you to take that step. I mean, when we look at some of these contexts, they're coming from hardships. They're coming from people that have been through a lot and struggled for Jesus. But guess what? They're still more than conquerors because Jesus lives inside of them. You're still a conqueror when you're Paul and Silas thrown into a prison cell and you start to praise and an earthquake happens and opens up the cells so that you can walk out, right? Mm -hmm. You're You're more than a conqueror when an entire mob of people try to push you off a cliff, but you just walk through the midst of them, right? You're more than a conqueror when you sit there and say, well, understand this. No man took my life. I laid my life down because no man can take my life. If I wanted to at any point, I could call a legion of angels to come and protect me. You see, you're not a victim, even if you've been through difficult things. Some people may say, well, you just don't get it. And, you know, look at all these people in the Bible. They went through this struggle. But look at their mentality. They had a victor mentality. They had a winning mentality. They always press forward. They always push through. Paul said, I run this race like I'm in an actual race and I strip off every weight that would hold me back and victimhood will hold you back. A bad mindset, not having a renewed nature and a renewed mind. And listen, I'm not talking about how many years you've been saved because I know people that have been saved for 20 years, but they're still victims. You need to allow God to change the way you think. Right. Our success in this life really has nothing to do with God and nothing to do with anyone else and everything to do with ourselves. Are we going to make something of our lives? Then we got to decide that we're going to do it. God's waiting. God's Mm. there. Yeah. But we're the ones that have to take the step. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we're we're so obsessed with ourselves Mm -hmm. that we can't move past that. We can't move past ourselves because we're obsessed with ourselves. But I think the key to living a victorious life is becoming so obsessed with Jesus and everything Jesus has done for us, mm-hmm. in us, through us, yep. that that's what's going to take us from being a victim to a victim. Yep. And breakthrough be- begins at leaving things at the foot of the cross, right? Breakthrough begins right there at that moment. Jesus carried those things on your cro- on the cross. He carried your sins. He carried your burdens. He carried your emotional, spiritual, and physical burdens, sicknesses, infirmities. And we need to strip that off and leave it at the cross and move forward born again. Yeah. Move forward with a new mindset. This is what Deuteronomy 20 verse 4 says. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory victory can be your story and it belongs to you 
But the question that we're asking today is, would you allow God to empower you to overcome the mindset that we have? Would you look inside and be real with yourself? Because that's where change begins. And say, God, I've treated myself like a victim for too long. I submit this under you. And then begin to renew your mind with his word. And so for you today, analyze yourself and say, listen, this is how I'm moving forward. Because I believe that this year can be the best year yet. That this decision can change, alter your life so dramatically that you'll see yourself head and shoulders above everybody else. Not because you're better, but because you're submitted. And God wants to give you the victory today. Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.